It's that time, the Betting Predators podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter at SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here by the NBA fanatic. I got Jay Smoove live and direct from Las Vegas. You guys can find him on Twitter as well at Smoove underscore 702. And you can get us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. All right, Smoove, here we go. Going to talk some NBA action for Wednesday. Let's go ahead and break down the Pistons and the Cavs game. Currently, we have a line on this one, Cavaliers minus three, total 214. There are some 215s out there as well. I expect the total to go up. I expect the Cavaliers line to go up, but I want to hear what you think first. Cavs, Pistons, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm liking the Cavs in this spot here. You know, I think they're a little bit undervalued in the market, you know, with this line. You know, it opened up at two. Like you said, it's bet up to three right now. And the Cavs are currently in the seventh spot. I think they have eight wins. Pistons are, you know, dead last in the East with four wins. So, you know, this line's telling me that if they was on a neutral court, that the Pistons would be either a little slightly better or even. And I just disagree with that. You know, the Cavs, you know, they have wins over the Sixers, Hawks. You know, they just beat the Nets twice with the Nets' big three plan. You know, scoring about 270 points in both of those games. You know, and they just came off a, you know, a, a game against the Lakers where they played them pretty tough, covering that spread also. And, you know, and they're four and one against the spread in their last five games. And, you know, these two teams played back in December on the 26th. Uh, Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, you know, they combined for about 53 points. You know, they had a really efficient night shooting the ball from the field, combining for 24 out of 47 shots. And Andre Drummond also had a big night. You know, going for 23 points, 16 boards, uh, five assists and three blocks. I mean, they also won that game scoring 128 points, you know, as a as a pick em or a one point, you know, road favorite. And they also add Jared Allen to that mix. So I just don't think the Pistons, you know, have enough to try to contain all of that firepower that the Cavs can throw at them. You know, one of the things you brought up that I think is is kind of telling about this current Cavs team. Let's go back to that game in which they played Detroit. You know, that was an overtime win. And you had just spoke about, you know, beating the Nets and you spoke about competing tough against the Lakers. You know, that's not the typical Cavs team that we've seen you know, over the last couple of years. Like they've been like the doormat of the NBA. And I think that typically, you know, uh, the games against the Nets and the Lakers and, and going into overtime, you know, they're going to lose that overtime game and they're going to get blown out, you know, against a team like the Nets with the big three. And they're going to get stomped on, you know, in a return from LeBron you know, going back to Cleveland, like they're going to get rolled in those type of games. And the fact that they're not, it tells us, you know, that this team is, you know, it's different. It's a different team right now. It's a different vibe. Yeah. You know, they, they got some guys who had a lot of youth, you know, going out there and, and, and they really matured, you know, with Sexton and Garland, you know, you bring in a guy like Drummond who's playing well. Now they add Allen to that mix. Uh, you know, it looks like Kevin Love's going to be back. Now, one of the things I looked at when I look at this game, I looked at the past couple of games and as you have mentioned, you know, Brooklyn, uh, they played the Celtics. They played them tough. They played the Lakers. And I think that that's just a rough four-game stretch. But, you know, now they're going to end up playing, you know, over the next four games, it's going to be against the Knicks, two against the T-Wolves, and now they play the Pistons. So, you know, I feel like this is more – like this is far more, you know, better for them, at least with, with this class that they're dropping down. But as you had mentioned, you know, Cavs are looking, you know, maybe for a seven or eight seed, which would surprise a lot of people. But this next four games – you know, it's going to be, that's going to be key when, when we get to the end of the season, you know, could they rattle off, you know, 
two, three, four wins over this next four-game stretch. So I wouldn't certainly rule it out. And the Cavaliers, they've been playing well at home. I mean, I think, what are they, like 4-0 against the spread their last four home games. So clearly this team has shown, you know, that they're they're definitely, you know, far different from what they've been in the last two years. And at home, you know, they're playing well. And I think that's one of the reasons, you know, why we've seen that line move tick up here from minus two uh, now to minus three. What about the Pistons? You know, you have any thoughts on them? Because obviously we know they only won four games this season. And it's shocking to me. You know, they beat good teams with all those wins. So I'm just curious how you're feeling right now about the Pistons overall. Yeah, I just think the Pistons, they're just in a, a overhaul rebuild. You know, like you mentioned, they do have some wins against some good teams. One that sticks out in my head very vividly because I had the Suns in that matchup is that they, they beat the Suns. But in that game, the Suns were up by nearly, you know, 20 points. And I just think the Suns just let off the gas. They knew that they were the better team and let their guard down. And the Pistons were able to get some some uh, a rhythm, get some momentum going. And, you know, the, uh, the Suns tried to get back into the game and, and try to regain control of the game, and they just couldn't do it. And the Pistons ended up winning that one. But I just don't think that, you know, the Cavs will make that type of mistake because, like you mentioned, they've been at the bottom of the, at the, bottom of the league, especially the bottom of the Eastern Conference the last couple of years. So, and this year they have a, a real shot at getting into the playoffs or at least getting into one of those play-in situations. So I don't think the, the Cavs will come out here and, you know, take the Pistons for granted. Blake Griffin, he's listed out right now. Uh, he's going to be out of this matchup for rest. And I know he hasn't been playing, you know, to the to the level that we used to seeing Blake Griffin from, but I just think that he's not motivated to be there anymore. I think he wants to get to a contender and try to try and play for a, a championship. But the Pistons, they do have a breakout star in Jeremy Grant. And I really like his game, you know, watching him develop since he was in OKC and what he did over in Denver. You know, he, you know, he took the money in Detroit and got paid, but he's playing really well. But just with Blake Griffin being out of this matchup, I think that's going to allow the Cavs to focus a little bit more defensively on, on, on Grant. So he's going to have a little bit of a tougher time you know, scoring the ball the way that he's done. And just one more factor for this game, I think it's going to come down to the rebounding edge. And the Cavs hold that edge um, with them being, you know, ranked, you know, right inside the top 10 in offensive rebounding percentage. And Detroit, you know, they're ranked bottom five in defensive rebounding percentage. So, yeah, the Cavs, you know, they should come out and, and take care of this matchup pretty handily, especially at, you know, only laying three at home. Yeah, you brought up Griffin. I think Griffin is probably one of the guys that might end up making a move here, you know, come trade deadline. I like Grant. I think his game's good. But you and I were talking about, you know, what we think about the Cavs' future front court. And, you know, maybe the addition of of Love is going to help them out. You know, you talked about Nance. You talk about Drum. You talk about Allen. Um, I think that that's probably going to be what gets them through eventually. I think that, you know, they're going to have to dominate in one specific area. And if you know, if you're the number one rebounding team in the league, maybe you don't turn the ball over, you know, that could all, you know, that's always going to go in and get you a couple wins. Now, I don't think Griffin's going to play tomorrow. And I'm a little suspect as of right now, if Derrick Rose is going to play, he didn't play in the last game. He's listed as questionable, maybe a game time decision. I'm not sure if he's even going to go. Um, so for me, you know, without Griffin, or even if Griffin does play and I, I agree with you, I don't think he's, he's motivated at all. Uh, and it's going to be a back-to-back situation here as well, you know, for the Pistons. And they have, you know, they got the Lakers coming to town. So 
clearly for me, it's a look ahead. So I wonder about the look ahead. I worry about their health. You know, I worry, you know, that the Pistons just, you know, and it's funny you brought up that Suns game because I think we did a free pick on that one. Uh, and you said you remember that one vividly. I do too as well. Now, I don't think we'll have to worry about this one's move. I feel really comfortable here uh, that we got the right play, that we like the Cavs here, minus the three. Uh, so we'll go ahead and we'll go with that. You got anything else here to close out? Yeah, I would just bet it now, you know, why you had a good number at three, because like you mentioned, Griffin's already, you know, listed as out. You know, Derrick Rose probably won't play, you know, looking ahead to the Lakers. They might sit him and rest up to play the Lakers and, you know, give them everything they got. So I would grab the uh, three while, while it's while it's available. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that line moves up quite a bit. And, uh, we saw, you know, we saw some injury news today that was actually out late last night. So, uh, it's kind of relative to what we're doing here. If you guys watched the Clipper game tonight, uh, they were out with Kawhi, they were out with Paul George, and the Atlanta Hawks line opened up at like minus two. I can tell you right now, like, you know, generally I'll write down mistakes that I make. And that was clearly a mistake that I made late last night, not firing on Atlanta, uh, laying two points. That line ended up closing at like minus five and a half, six in some spots. And I feel like, you know, if we do end up with this injury news with Griffin out and then and Rose out, and then the public gets a hold of that, you know, early tomorrow or when they listen to our podcast, uh, that's further going to go ahead and boost that lineup. So let's make that one official. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bet the Cavs now at minus three. I think that line goes up. So that would be our best bet for Wednesday NBA, myself and Jay Smooth. You guys can find me on Twitter at J underscore pregame. You can get Jay Smooth at smooth underscore 702. And you can get us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. Quick note here, guys. Not even sure if I told Jay Smooth about this, but we will not have an NFL podcast tomorrow as we normally do on Wednesday. What we're going to do is more than likely we're going to try to push that to either Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. We're going to wait until the props come out. Spoke to Uncle Dave today. He wants to go ahead and sit down and really dig into the props. I imagine that the Hitman and McKenzie want to do the same. So we'll have a later in the week podcast for you, maybe on the weekend, to go ahead and kind of, you know, talk about what we think with these props that are coming out, talk about the game a little bit. And then next Wednesday on our normal night, uh, we'll go ahead, we'll do a full Super Bowl podcast for you guys, catch you guys all up to date for Super Bowl 55. But with that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck on your Wednesday. Enjoy the games.